Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That is what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. Today for Song of the Soul, we're headed over to central New York State, Ithaca specifically, to visit with Jan Nigro. Jan is co-founder of an amazing group of performers called Vitamin L. And for a few decades, Jan has been writing and Vitamin L has been performing music aimed at young folks, trying to help them in the direction of positive character development through music. They create an experience of uplift and inspiration for so many people that the world is now widely seeded with the fruits of their music. Jan Nigro comes from a musical family, a father practicing jazz, mother listening to classical, and Jan's sister, Laura Nero, creating incredible music, not only out of her mouth, but from the likes of Barbara Streisand, The Fifth Dimension, Blood, Sweat, and Tears, and Three Dog Nights. So there's a powerful confluence of music pouring through Jan and his family, which you'll hear as Jan Nigro joins us by phone from Ithaca, New York. Jan, thank you so very much for joining me today for Song of the Soul. I'm very glad to be here. Thank you, Mark. It's been far too long since I've traveled over to Ithaca, where you live. How are things there? Is it gray and rainy? Are you being deluged like we are here in Eau Claire, Wisconsin? Right now, we're in the middle of a heat wave. It's going to be in the 90s today, and it's humid. So, you know, I mean, the air conditioner is my friend. I'm indoors a lot, but the town is still very groovy. How does the grooviness index in Ithaca compared to the Bronx, where you grew up? (laughs) Well, they're really different planets. Well, first of all, in terms of nature, where I grew up, it was concrete. And, you know, I love concrete, but you had to walk a ways to see anything green in the Bronx. Here, within walking distance from my house in Ithaca, there's two different waterfalls. There's a lake I can walk to, a huge lake, one of the Finger Lakes, Just the nature is extraordinary, and just to live within walking distance of all of this is pretty amazing. In terms of music, this is, per square inch, packed with all kinds, I mean, every genre and all different levels of music. There's Ithaca College, which has a great music program, so there's that aspect of it. It's a very international town. Theater is great here. Restaurants, if you're into restaurants, you have, I mean, I don't think that there's anything missing here. You have all kinds of great food. It's got everything. It's a safe area. The air is clean. It's been in national polls. I don't know. I can't remember who does this. Where In the magazine where they'll talk about the best small town to live in, and it's, it always places very high So I put all that together and I call it groovy. (laughs) Well, it clearly is groovy with places like the Moosewood Restaurant. I've eaten there twice. Oh, yeah. You mentioned that the music scene is great there. Were you doing music in the Bronx in New York before you left and moved over to Ithaca? Well, I mean, I studied music as a kid. I took piano lessons starting when I was seven, took them for about 10 years. 
went to music and art high school and was a music major there, went to Hunter College as a music major. I wasn't performing or composing that much. I was just learning. But yeah, I definitely had some music going on everywhere that I've lived. I think you were already in Ithaca, perhaps, then, when you formed Vitamin L? Yeah, we moved up here in 81, and Vitamin L started around 88. So we're in our almost 30 years we've been doing Vitamin L. Why don't you spell out for folks what Vitamin L is, because it's been your musical central passion, and there's some side passions we can talk about, too. But it's been your central passion, I think, for those 30-plus years. Yeah, it has. Vitamin L started where a friend of ours who was an educator in the New York City school systems was going to do an after-school program, a character education type program for the kids. And she knew I wrote songs, so she asked me to write songs for this program. And there was a different song for each value. You know, there was a song about appreciating different kinds of people, a song about, you know, honesty and about nature and so on and so forth. The songs were well-received, and I was encouraged to make it available to a wider audience. To make a long story short, we put a group together and started doing it. But what Vitamin L is, is it's a musical entity, a vocal, a young people's chorus, young people of preteen and teenage. It's not for little toddler-type songs. These are, you know, fairly sophisticated, both musically and in terms of the material that they're dealing with. The ideas are things that start as a young person but continue throughout your life. So they're not really specific to young people. It's music that comes under the umbrella of character education. Using music as a vehicle and, you know, performances and shows really kind of makes the topics, the subject matter, interesting and alive and vibrant. So this is what we're doing. We're spreading love, goodwill, ideas of connectedness and kindness and tolerance through our music. And we travel around and, and perform mainly at elementary schools, but uh, we do festivals and others, other things as well. And can you give us an example of your music right away? For instance, the song Walk a Mile, which has become our most popular song, the chorus of it is, I want to walk a mile in your shoes. I want to know what you think and what you feel. So I really want to walk a mile in your shoes. It's a song about empathy. It's funny, that song has been recorded by about 15 different people on their recordings. It has jumped out of the pack. So that's an example. It's a song about empathy and we've got so many different topics that we've covered and different genres as well. You know, there'll be a song like an R&B song next to a show tune, next to, um, you know, a ballad and a country tune and, you know, a jazz tune. So it covers a lot of topics and it covers a lot of music genres as well. Well, before we lose the thread, let's listen to Walk a Mile, performed by Vitamin L, selected by our guest for today's Song of the Soul, Jan Nigro. Walk a mile. I want to walk a mile in your shoes. I want to walk a mile in your shoes. I want to know what you think and what you feel. So I really want to walk a mile in your shoes. I want to walk a mile in your shoes. I want to walk a mile in your shoes. Cause we both walked away mad Instead of walking a mile in each other's shoes I wanna walk 
Jan Nigro is our guest today for Song of the Soul, and that is Walk Mile, song he wrote, and it's performed by his group Vitamin L. To call it your group doesn't seem quite right. Your wife, Janice, certainly, it's her group too, and you're kind of the the masthead, the steady leader over all these years. Is that fair to say? Well, I'm the composer, and I'm the senior performer, my wife is the person, the behind-the-scenes extraordinaire who holds the whole thing together and who does an extraordinary job doing it, without whom, who knows if we would still be sailing above water, but I do the musical part of it. But, I mean, we have all these great singers as well, so it, it's a team. And a constantly evolving team. Yes, somewhat evolving. Yeah, the performers have evolved the producer, a guy named Jeff Waxman, has been involved in all of the recordings. So there's a few of us who are always there and a lot of us who have changed over the years. Again, the song Walk a Mile about empathy. I knew that song long ago. My son, born in 1986, when he was young, I don't remember, four, five, six. So it would have been 90 or maybe a little bit after that, 93 in that range. There was a station here in Eau Claire which tended to play children's music, if you will. So that song, I, I learned it back 25 years ago or so. So I've, I've been carrying it all that time, and I was delighted to see that it's in a new version of the group singing songbook, Rise Again, uh, the original version of the book from back in 1988 was Rise Up Singing. It has 1,200 songs in there, and Walk a Mile is one of them. So you've really made it to the peak. I mean, you are now enduring. And I understand that when Peter and Annie came to Ithaca doing their promotion concerts for the Rise Again songbook, that you performed with them. I did, yeah. I was honored to do that, and they knew, obviously knew the song, and we did it with several of the performers who were there from out of town. Yeah, getting in that book was just great, because I had known and had a copy of Rise Up Singing for many, many years. What a, what a great honor for me. 
Another thing we'd mention about that song, Walk a Mile, I mean, it's your it's your big hit. The video I watched for that was really good. There's two girls who are having enmity between them. Yes, they're both hyper-talented. I mean, great actresses and great singers, and I thought the video came out so beautifully. And I did, too, and that's why I mentioned it in part, because they actually do decent acting in that part. A lot of such short videos are kind of camp, if you will, and that one struck me as actually well-performed. And so you see those two young women, you just tell them that I think that they're hot stuff, and they're groovy, too. (laughs) I think so, too. Very groovy. Well, let's go on to another song right away. What else would you like to share? Well, there's a song called Mighty Power that we do at almost all of our shows. It's about really about service and how when people, all of us look at the world, the enormity of problems, the complexity, it just feels like, you know, what can one person do? But the chorus of the song is, uh, if you bring a smile to just one face, that is a mighty power because you brought the world to a brighter place. That is a mighty power. If you add a little love to your own little space, you add to the love of the whole human race. And that is a mighty power. That is a mighty power. And that kind of expresses that thought of you don't have to go out and save the world. You know, just what you do in your own little space, you're doing your share. Uh, the singer on the song is a woman named Cass Morgan, who is a great singer and has been on Broadway a number of times and just does such a great job singing the lead on it. Well, here she is, Cass Morgan, leading off the song, written by Jan Nigro. That is a mighty power performed by Vitamin L. You don't have to be a millionaire to give something of worth. Someone a helping hand You give a treasure to this earth Yeah, you give a treasure to this earth You don't have to be a genius Or a standout at playing ball If you stand up for a friend in need You know you're really standing tall Yeah, you know you're really standing tall
is a mighty power from a recording sing for dr king which i think came out just uh, five years ago or so 2012 maybe the full recording of sing for dr king it's also on everyone's invited both by vitamin l jan nigro wrote the song but i didn't ask you jan the l i assume stands for love but i could be mistaken no you are correct it does stand for love We tell people because they ask sometimes, why did we name it vitamin L? And, you know, I tell them, well, you need vitamins. Uh, You need vitamin B and vitamin C and other vitamins to grow up strong, but you also need vitamin L to grow up healthy and strong. The world can only be better with more L in it. Unfortunately, there seems to be a somewhat of a dearth going on nationally, at least in the U.S. right now. And this is an antidote. Get more vitamin L in your life. Indeed. A few things about this. The recording that you most recently recorded that song on, Sing for Dr. King, is quite a compilation. It's a compilation of older songs and new songs. It's all mixed together. Could you talk about what led to that? I think that is your latest recording, right? Yes, that is the last recording we did. You know, we thought we were done recording when we did Every Moment. That was our last one before Sing for Dr. King. And I think there was, there's a gap there of almost 15 years, something like that. But then uh, my wife, Janice, we are Jan and Janice, had the idea. She, she grew up in the civil rights movement in Atlanta. And actually her family 
were friends with the King family, and she knew him early on. And so he was a figure in her life when she was growing up. She felt that it would be a wonderful thing to do a, a new recording about the civil rights movement, about Dr. King. We would include some songs that were in line with this uh, subject matter, you know, from previous recordings. And then I wrote some new songs, including the song about the Freedom Riders, about a couple of songs about Dr. King. So it was Janice's inspiration to do it, and I'm so glad. It was a little bit different from what we had done in one sense because it was about something historical. But still, you know, the idea of high thinking, of tolerance and struggle has not been alien to us on our previous recordings, so it was completely in line with what we had always done in that sense. I read about you. There's not so much biographical information about you, but your sister, Laura Nero, there's more captured about her. I saw some commentary on your parents, your father being a musician, as well as, I think, a piano tuner. It said about your mother that she was quite an activist. What kind of activism did your mother participate in? My mother was not an activist in the sense of marching and getting out there. I think there were a lot less people who were doing that then when my mother was a younger person. But in her everyday life, uh, she was very kind, not just to her family, but, you know, if people were struggling, she was generous and kind to them. And in that sense, I would call her an activist, but not in the traditional sense of the word. So not a protester necessarily. And by the way, I don't happen to think that protesters are the highest form of activism by any means. Yeah, she was not out there marching, but a tremendous human being, such a compassionate person, very caring person. And what came, you know, she was very hardworking. She worked all day and was a mother, was always cheerful and very wise person. And what came into her orbit within her world, she showed the same kind of sentiments that the highest level of activists show. It's kind of like the Mighty Power song. If you add a little love to your own little space, you add to the love of the whole human race. And she added a lot of love to a lot of people who came within her orbit. Actually, I had to just scan to see what I had read. It actually said in the article, and I think this on Wikipedia, it said she was a progressive-minded woman, descended from neighborhood activists. Yes, that's right. My grandmother, her mother, you know, these were Jewish people who lived in tenements and these were not people with money. And my grandmother, when there would be something in the neighborhood, if it was maybe a landlord who was taking advantage or something like that, they would go to my grandmother. She was sort of the go-to person in the neighborhood to take care of business. So she was, she was out there. You could call her an activist for sure. She's very smart. She died when I was young, only about seven or eight. But she was a powerhouse, as was my mother. Well, let's convey some more of that power through song. Why don't we go to a third song right away? All right. I believe one of the songs is Tear Down the Walls. You know, that's a song that was written 20-something years ago, but boy, is it relevant today. You can look at walls <laughs> as a symbol in different ways. You can build them up or you can tear them down. This is, I'm not going to open a political discussion up, but this is certainly a song about finding the common humanity that we have and, and tearing the walls down. The lead singer on this is a guy named Curtis King, who is one of the top 
session singers. He's a backup singer. He's, his list of credits is the, the top bands and vocalists in the world have had him sing with them. We were very lucky to get him, and he does his usual amazing job on this song. A great antidote for some malaise of our time. Tear Down the Walls. It's from the recording by Vitamin L called Sing for Dr. King. Here's Curtis King leading it on. Tear Down the Walls. There are walls of concrete, walls of steel, but the thickest ones you'll find are the walls that people put up in their hearts and in their minds. Walls because of different skin or the features on a person's face. Walls because of their religion, their language, or a native place. The more walls you put around you, the more walls are gonna block your view. fortunate to have here today for Song of the Soul, Jan Nigro. That's a song by the group that he leads. Vitamin L is the group. The song is Tear Down the Walls, and of course it's exactly about what it says. It's 
tearing down walls, bringing people closer together. It's finding our commonality. Lead singer there, as Jan mentioned, is Curtis King. So, Jan, another wonderful song for Song of the Soul. And I do want to remind all you listeners, this is Song of the Soul, which is a Northern Spirit Radio production on the web, northernspiritradio.org. 13 years of our programs for listening and download. Just go to the site and track down where, when you want to find vitamin L, how do you look that up on the web? Well, it's vitaminl.org, but if you forget that at all, just find it on our site and along with all of the contact for the guests of the last 13 years place to post comments please keep our communication running both ways there's a place to donate this is full-time work and it's supported exclusively by your donations not by government and not by corporations but by you the listeners and so it's very important that your support show up especially for your local community radio stations i have to ask jan nigro about the great stations that i'm sure that they must have in ithaca new york where he's from so start out by supporting those community radio stations help out Northern Spirit Radio. And if you are really lucky, maybe you can get the group from Vitamin L to come to one of your schools or another function in your area to share their music. And I wanted to ask you a little bit about those kind of performances, Jan. I mean, I imagine they could be one hour long or they could be three hours long. I assume you could provide a curriculum for an entire day. I was looking on your site and I saw that you had some of your upcoming bookings include a lot of elementary schools. But one that intrigued me was on uh, September 15th, the Hair and Self-Care Festival in Ithaca, New York. Wow, the Hair and Self-Care Festival. What the heck is that? You got me. I have no idea. <laughs> well, you're bored. My wife, my <laughs> wife told me about this, but not in detail. She just said, oh, we're going to be doing this concert. So I don't know anything about it. certainly sounds unusual. It's not something remotely that we've ever done before. Uh, so I'll, I'll have to get back to you on that one. <laughs> So you do a lot of schools, and certainly within your orbit around Ithaca, how far afield have you gone? Have you gone over to Oregon and down to California and Florida? I mean, or is it all local? Well, we have flown places occasionally. We've been to California and St. Louis and Atlanta and Miami, and you know, occasionally. It's usually when we travel that far, we do a whole bunch of schools in an area or it's it could be a character education conference we did one in st louis where there was no kids there it was all something like six seven hundred adults at a big conference in a giant room and we and peter yarrow was the other act vitamin l and peter yarrow so yeah we are open to flying i mean obviously whoever is going to hire us and we're going to fly somewhere it's you know, there's the financial aspect of it, but if you can afford those tickets, we love to fly. That would be a lot of fun for us. But most of it is within an hour or two or three of Ithaca. When we were talking earlier, Jan, you mentioned about your grandmother being Jewish. And before we got on the air, you mentioned you had grown up relatively secular Jewish. I mean, definitely a Jewish family. But you're in a neighborhood, I think, that includes Italian and other Irish in your Bronx neighborhood. 
What kind of religious and spiritual influences have been present on your life, uh, past, present? And I don't necessarily mean positive either. I mean, I we learn all different ways. And just wondering what you can share of what leads you to put such energy and dynamism into vitamin L. My spiritual path started as a teenager, and it seemed to be the call from within was leaning toward Eastern philosophy, religion. I never felt anything, I never felt really like identifying a Jew as a Jewish person, although obviously, you know, my mother was Jewish, so that officially makes me Jewish. But in terms of what's in my heart, I found myself drawn very strongly toward Eastern spiritual practices, and that has remained from the time I was, I think I did TM when I was about 17, 16 or 17, and then things went on from there. I spent some time in India and continue to be drawn in that direction. Don't know if I call myself a religious person, but a spiritual person, it's, it's certainly that's the central aspect of my life. I believe all religions have a valid core of universal love and caring. They get a little perverted when people add things into the holy books or distort the teachings, but I think at their core they have just different paths to the same goal. But my path has been one of going in an eastern direction, as seems to be many, many people now more and more in our country who have not found satisfaction in their family uh, religion or, sp or spiritual practices have found something more fulfilling coming from the East. So I'm in that group. Well, let's go on to some more music. That's why people are here for Song of the Soul. What would you care to share next, Jan? Well, I think there's a song called Secondhand Information that is a more lighthearted song. It's like the game telephone that kids play. You know, this one will whisper in this one's ear and then whisper in the next ear. And by the time it comes back to the first person, it's been completely changed around. We have to be very careful about what we believe in terms of making sure that we've got it from the source and at least try to investigate, you know, as best we can information that comes to us. And so the approach that I took to this was a lighthearted. It's nice to have a song on the album that it's not a comedy song, but certainly a little bit in that direction. Let's have some fun with a serious point. Secondhand information performed by Vitamin L, selected for today's Song of the Soul by Jan Nigro. You say you heard it through the grapevine, but that vine is kind of long. And by the time you heard it, it may have been all wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. In that car crash just yesterday Well I called Bill up He said the truth was that he lost a tooth And it was loose anyway It's just a lot of It's just a lot, a lot of Second hand Second hand
girls drive to Nebraska. But soon you see, here's what got back to me. My mother was skydiving in Alaska. It's just a lot of, it's just a lot, a lot of secondhand, secondhand. Watch out for that secondhand information. Even firsthand information can really mess you up. As earlier, when I was trying to describe your mother, Jan, as being an activist, because I had read the sentence a little bit differently, the telephone messages get transcribed incorrectly in my brain, too. <laughs> so, right. and folks, that is by the group Vitamin L. VitaminL.org is the website. The link's on NordenSpiritRadio.org. And for Song of the Soul, we have Jan Nigro here. What's up next, Jan? There's a song from our last recording about Freedom Riders. I think I had told you that my wife grew up in the civil rights movement in Atlanta. And her family knew the King family uh, very early on. They were close with them. So he was a figure in her life, as was Coretta. And she was, Janice, my wife, was good friends with Yolanda King. They were about the same age, and they were in an acting troupe together. Interestingly, that was run by Julia Roberts' father uh, when they were kids. So Janice had the idea to do a, a final album about the civil rights movement. So I wrote some new songs. We used some previously recorded songs that were uh, in line with this topic. And one of them was about the Freedom Riders. One of the people who Janice and her family have kept in touch with over all these years was a freedom rider named Hank Thomas. He was on the bus. When I wrote the song, I wanted to make sure that I had everything right, because obviously you, you don't want to make any mistakes on a song about freedom riders. And we were able to just call him, get him on the phone and, you know, read him lyrics and so on. He gave it the okay. And he was visiting, this is uh, some months later, visiting us in Ithaca, visiting Janice's mom in particular. And we played him the songs, and he loved them, which was really important, you know, because he was there. So that's a song we're about to play right now. One of the singers, I'm one of the singers, and, and the lead singer, and the other is a woman named Huso Simone, 
who was in Vitamin L for years and is currently on Broadway in the Carol King musical called Beautiful. And the song is Freedom Riders Got to Ride by Vitamin L. The law it had been laid down for equality But some southern states did not agree Races must be separate on the bus, they did say And at stations all along the way The Freedom Riders came Challenging these wrongs Bonded by a will that was so strong The year was 61 When the first bus left D.C. Riding to demand equality Angry mobs were waiting Hearts filled with hate Filled with weapons, but the riders did not hesitate. Freedom riders got to ride, only the brave can step inside. They paid their fare with courage and sacrifice. Freedom riders got on the bus. Changing the world for all of us It was a rough ride But a righteous story When they rode that bus To glory
Freedom Riders Got to Ride, and Vitamin L shared the song. It's written by Jan Nigro, who's here today for Song of the Soul. He's one of the lead vocalists there, and Huso Simon is a second person, the woman who's involved in leading that song. And of course, you've got all these other folks who are singing in there who are Vitamin L. You know, there's one thing, Jan, that I haven't asked you about, and I did this deliberately. First of all, I'd mention that the way that I found you is because Lisa Ann Wright pointed me in your direction. I interviewed her recently. She pointed me in your direction, and one of the things that she said, which of course caught my attention, is that you have a pretty famous sister. Laura Nero is the name she went by professionally. Nigro was her name growing up, but her songs are done by so many wonderful people by the Fifth Dimension, Wedding Bell Blues, He's a Runner, Save the Country, Sweet Blindness, Stony End, Barbara Streisand did that, Stone Soul Picnic. One of my favorite songs of all time is When I Die, performed by Blood, Sweat, and Tears, and Eli's Coming by Three Dog Night. So she did all of this music. Was it very daunting to be a musician? You know, you're trained as a musician, and she avoided that. She just learned it herself. Was it daunting? Did you learn from your sister? How did this go? Well, I mean, Laura, from very early age, was brilliant at songwriting and, and a great singer. I would not call it daunting. I always loved her music. You know, and I got to play music with her. I got to just jam with her, and I played on a couple of her albums. She was so unique and so brilliant. I have such admiration for what she did. It's awesome. I don't know if I felt, can't say I felt in her shadow. I loved what she did, and I loved what I was doing. I felt very good about myself in terms of music. So daunting, I, I don't know. I wouldn't call it that. What she did is kind of remarkable and unique in music. The way that she wrote songs hasn't been before or since anybody who created the kind of music that she did. She's completely unique. And to this day, there are, unfortunately, not maybe not the younger generation, but people my age, boomers, millions of people who adore her music and listen to it still. And the fact that she was inducted into the Hall of Fame, the hope that I had by that happening was that somehow it would be passed down to the next generation because it's such great music. But I don't think that the children of boomers and certainly their children, I think if you asked 100 of them on the street who she was, I don't know if anybody would know. If you ask boomers, a lot of them know. So Laura's accomplishments are just incredible. And the amount of people that recorded her songs, it would take so long to read it off. It's extraordinary and so varied. You know, great artists of all kinds have recorded her songs. So she kind of stands alone in the world of music. One of the Mount Rushmore figures as far as songwriting goes. Well, she truly was great in all the music, and unfortunately, she died far too early, just as your mother did, I understand, same issue. I can't only imagine if she had lived past 45, what other wealth she would have brought to the world. Although, I understand at the age of 24, she decided to retire from the pop music scene. She did withdraw herself. You know, the music business is kind of a crazy business, and it was not something she wanted to keep doing. You know, you're dealing with a lot of stuff that if you're an artist and you really just want to write your music and share your your music, you know, it, it's a business. And so there's a certain mentality that goes along with it. 
But she continued, you know, her career. I mean, she toured after that and made plenty of recordings. So I think it was just a temporary retreat, really, for her. Well, I'm thankful for the music she brought to the world and for what you bring, along with the music of Vitamin L. Let's have one more sample on our way out from Song of the Soul. What can we finish with? Step Up, Speak Out is a song that I wrote for our last recording. It was on the Sing for Dr. King recording. And that's really a song, it is a song about human rights in a way. It's a song about, it's sort of an anti-bullying song. So in a broad manner of speaking, it fit in with the other songs on that album. It's a song to give young people some thoughts about what they might be able to do when they see something happening, people being unkind to somebody, because they could either just walk away and do nothing or take some kind of action. And that's what this song is offering, these, these thoughts about what they might be able to do. Well, it'll be a great way to end Song of the Soul today. Folks, we've been speaking with Jan Nigro. He's founder and at the head, lead vocalist and composer for Vitamin L, their website, vitaminl.org. He's over in Ithaca, New York. Such wonderful music and inspiration you've passed to a number of generations now, ever since you started this work 30-plus years ago. So I appreciate so much what you're doing for our kids. I appreciate the creativity of your music. I appreciate the way that you inspired my son with your song, Walk a Mile, back when he was just a little kid listening to kids radio here in Eau Claire. You've transformed so many lives, and you've transformed us today by sharing with Song of the Soul. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you for having me, Mark. And we finish off with Step Up, Speak Out. It's from the Sing for Dr. King by Vitamin L. We'll see you all next week for Song of the Soul. Step up, speak out. You may see injustice in your neighborhood. You may see injustice in school. If it's right there in front of you, the question is what you're gonna do. The question is what you're gonna do. Thank you.
The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it is called Song of the Soul. Check out all things Song of the Soul on northernspiritradio.org, guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Send your Songs of the Soul to me, Mark Helpsmeet, via the info on our website, and join us weekly for Song of the Soul.